You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Hey, it's my esteemed pleasure. She's an Edgar winner. She's right now a New York Times bestseller and multi-times New York bestseller. She's Meg Gardner. How are you today? I'm well. How are you? It's great to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time, my dear. Congratulations on the new Heat 2 book. Thanks so much. It's uh, It's been a thrilling ride here the past few weeks. I have to tell you, and I know you don't know this, but I went to a book signing last night and I picked up the book. Fantastic. So Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm about, you know, about a quarter of the way through it because it was a late night and everything else. What is, you can't put it down. Oh, that's what every author hopes to hear. I'm telling you, girl, I'm hanging on, hanging on it, saying, damn it, okay, I'm going to put it down. I got to go to sleep. I looked at it last night. It's 1.30. I got back up. I said, nah, you know, 1.30 is early for me normally, but it had been a long week. And I was like, man, and then I'm sitting there reading, and I, I almost was late calling you. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. There's nothing that a writer hopes to do more than induce insomnia. So uh, my job is done. <laughs> Yeah, and how many, how, how many of those long nights have you had making these books like that, Meg? <laughs> oh, plenty. This is uh, my 16th novel here, so yeah. I, I was I was going to say, um, and you, you and Michael Mann make a great team. How was it, um, you know, you're jumping in line with, with somebody that... Uh, uh, you know, is a, is a multi-time Oscar winner and every, and writer and everything else. How how was it to come in and co-write? It was fantastic. Just to quickly recap, Heat Two is uh, the prequel and slash sequel to the nineteen ninety five crime epic classic film Heat, which stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Val Kilmer. Uh, I have written a novel with Michael Mann, who wrote and directed the movie, and. The experience was uh, fantastic, challenging, uh, extremely intense, and really creative. Uh, had to bring my A game every single day. But Michael Mann is a brilliant writer who was writing his first novel. I have written a lot of novels, and this is my first collaboration. So we had to learn how to uh, work together to build this dramatic story it's a it's a thriller it's a crime story it's about a um a crew of highline bank robbers uh, and the, the the cop who is relentless in chasing violent felons and people like them it goes uh, across decades and continents backward and forward in time compared to the uh, explosive events of the film it's a completely new story and it was amazing to dive into the world of these characters who so many people um know really well from the film and bring more of their stories to life now see meg i'm gonna to have to uh go back and watch the movie again it's been a little while you know since i watched the movie and but you know I, I it was catching me up pretty quick you know because i love the early synopsis uh but sitting down and reading this it it, it did bounce you back and forth which I'm surprised, but there's there's spots of it like i said i'm about a, almost a third through it there's spots of it that kind of put you right there they kind of like you're walking in the street with them, ducking and weaving and everything else. And I think that's pretty cool. That's that's a little hard for you to do. And I'm you know you know me. I'm a, I'm a critic on that kind of stuff. So when you kind of get me into it that much, that's that's pretty cool. But um, what was the difference of taking like your style of writing and and you have a great style of writing with you know the zodiac type 
type you know novels that almost like there to all of a sudden to collaborating with Michael Mann? Well, the, Michael's work has been so brilliant, and it's all been on the screen. The question is how to transfer everything about that that we all love about his work, and I'm a huge fan. The the dramatic intensity of the story, the the massive action uh, sequences, the the quiet uh, drama behind the scenes with the uh, with with people's families, and how to do that on the page when you don't have the cinematography, you don't have the pounding soundtrack. How do you transport readers into the same atmosphere uh, and do it through prose? So we had to work with the, how do you pace a novel? How do you, uh, how do you create the, the, the intensity through language and through making the readers care about the characters and setting everything up so that it's extremely suspenseful. The brilliant thing about a novel, of course, is that you can do anything you want on the page and it doesn't cost a cent. <laughs> you're not on a you're not on a, you're not on a film, you know, a film set where if you, uh, if you shoot up a, a police car, <laughs> that costs, that costs money. Yeah, you, can, you can do anything you want on the page is big, go as big and bold and exciting as you can dream it. And that's what we try to do what is the difference of writing you know unsub and things like that to all of a sudden you know going to a little bit at, because because there's a lot of similarities in the stories but you know you're creating you've created the unsub series to all of a sudden now you're stepping partially into this is your world in a way with novels but then all of a sudden you're kind of dancing with the movie world too I'm dancing with a story that uh, that Michael had known for decades. That he has he knows all the characters inside and out. He created them. I had to um, dive into the deep end and find out how to get inside of them, inside their world, inside their hearts, inside their dreams and desires and fears and longings and uh, know where they came from, how hard if the life had been growing up. Uh, you know, Hannah, the cop played by Al Pacino in the film, we find out in the novel he, you know, had a uh, really brutal tour of duty in Vietnam and, right. and uh, then went into the into the police department. And uh, and Neil, the, the bank robber played by De Niro, you know, he was abandoned by his mother, ended up in foster care. So it, he was uh, he was on a rocky road from the, the, the moment he was born. So you have to learn how to how these people talk, how they think. Um, bring them back in time. In the novel, they're they're younger than they are in the movie. They're, and then sometimes young men are more volatile. They're they're trying to figure themselves out. Right. And in the sequel portion, the shall we say the survivors of the film uh, are, are are bruised and battered and bloodied. And Chris Chihurlis, uh, Val Kilmer's character, is trying to escape at the start of the book, escape right. uh, escape the United States, uh, nearly dead from a gunshot wound. And what's he going to do? He has to leave his family behind if he's if any of them are going to be safe. And that. He knows that this is just ripping him out of his life. He has to find some way to to go forward. And what's what's he going to do? So it was extremely challenging. It was really exciting, and um, there's nothing like having an opportunity to write a heist novel in a large part with <laughs> the creator of the greatest heist film ever made. I think, uh, and one of the the best directors of of 
really pounding roller coaster high octane action uh, working in in film today uh, when was i ever going to get a more exciting opportunity to to create something that um that i hoped would be wonderful and readers have responded so yeah it's been uh, it's been thrilling it was uh, debuted at number one on the new york times bestseller list which is uh, extremely rewarding <laughs> yeah i mean you know you know your name is synonymous with with great you know with great writing and you know i mean i love dark corners of the night by the way you know as you you were on graciously on a few years ago when that came out and that was a fantastic book and unsub was great you know and i hadn't hadn't got into the black nowhere i hadn't gotten that one yet but i mean <clears throat> but you know it, it, it's really i i think you got a really cool creative mind anyway and you and i had spoken about the idea that i thought that she should put this in the movies already because i think that all three of those, and I think one of them was kind of in the works for something, but um, I think it's really neat, though, to you guys to collaborate and you come into now a story that has kind of had, you, you kind of got the prequel, you know, kind of, you had, or, or, the, or the pre-story, and you got the sequel, rather, and, excuse mm -hmm. me, and I think it was fascinating when you're talking about the relationships of, like, the, the people in the story, you know, with their children and stuff like that, and, you know, the, the wives, and it, it really is, um, it, to me, I always put it in movie terms, because that's kind of how I am, but the writing of, of you making it there, it's like you're walking through it, like I said, I mean, you know, you're, you're one of those people, that I had no doubt that you could, you know, put something like this, work with somebody like this to put it together, but to, to read it and sit there and say, man, like I said, I was almost late, you know, coming 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 on is is, is ridiculous because that that just never happens. I can put down a book pretty quick. My girl, shoot me for that being a librarian, but um, you know, and I'm talking to a top author, so I'm gonna get it from both sides. So I mean, you know, but it, it's really cool to get somebody's attention like that. But I think the excitement um, of it's e I don't want to say it's easy because it's hard to put it in a movie. But like you said, I think the idea of you're making the imagination of of this reader reading it. You guys are both, um, you know, I'm kind of hearing the bells and the whistles without the actual bells and whistles. Like, like you said, you have this the million dollar track and score and everything else there when you're when you're uh, you know at a at a movie. But I'm kind of walking through this, doing the ducking and weaving and watching like I'm sitting there looking over these people's shoulders, and I think that is. Um, uh, you're, you amaze me. You guys amaze me at how you can put that in the paper. Well, thank you. We did a lot of research. I always do a lot of research for my novels, but never anything like this. Um, Michael Mann is known for doing extensive first-person research whenever he can uh, to, to immerse himself in the world of whatever story he's telling, any subcultures, a uh, place, a time, uh, characters. And so for this, uh, we've got... Uh, uh, one storyline is uh, Neil McCauley's crew uh, score doing a bank score in right. Chicago. They are they are they are carrying out a tunnel heist <laughs> at a savings and loan. So for, for that kind of research. What do you need to do? You need to talk to a retired bank robber and find out how that. Really? Uh, how, yeah. <laughs> We got on a conference call. Uh, the very charming, uh, now uh, now retired uh, guy who did his time and is uh, and offers offers uh, advice to uh, to how to prevent, <laughs> or in this case, uh, 
tell a tell a complete uh, a newbie like me how you would how you would carry out something like that. Uh, there are scenes on the LA streets and in the sequel section. Uh, so we uh, rode out late one night with a couple of LAPD sergeants going riding through the neighborhoods where the action takes place to really uh, understand what happens after uh, after businesses close and the sun goes down on streets that the you know the, the Disneyland tourists try to avoid but uh, so that was <laughs> that, that was extremely enlightening as well but it really helps i think it helps readers feel like like you said that they're they're in the, in there you know they're they're they feel like they're they're in the setting riding along or walking along ducking and weaving with the with the characters and uh, uh, the research helped make it really come alive i think yeah, you know, there's not often, you know, it's funny, I, I went to see, uh, actually I've seen it a bunch of times, I went to see the new Elvis movie, and, it, and there's certain themes where you kind of blur into the, uh, you know, it very much blurs the world, you know, into whether it's uh -huh. Elvis or whether it's Austin Butler, who does a phenomenal job. Have you seen the movie? Oh, yeah, it's terrific, absolutely wonderful. So, when you get when you get blurred like that, and, you know, and you're brought back to that 68 comeback special or the 73 live special, or whatever it happens to be, and you're kind of like you're falling into that. And I and, and it's I know it's hard for in, in a in a movie, but you know, in the book to get so engulfed from it, I, I it amazes me to how you two put this together you know obviously you know you scared the hell out of a lot of people in in your own sub series and everything else and you do a great job at it but coming from the idea of you've created this to now coming into this with someone else's baby was that was that hard to adapt at first because this was this was the first time i had uh, i had worked with uh with a co-author on such a big project and i knew i felt a real weight of responsibility to mm -hmm. get it right, that uh, that these are characters who are indelible already. Right. That uh, that Michael knew them, uh, and that I was expanding their world, and I had to be creative but true to who they are and could be. So it, it took it took a lot of work, but it was again it was really exciting, and to take them to new places, uh, figuratively and literally, uh, from L.A. to Chicago to Mexico, Paraguay, Southeast Asia, it was it was tremendously exciting, and to bring in favorite characters that that uh, that uh, people will remember from the film but also to expand the world and to introduce all kinds of new people into the story who are uh, i think are are pretty are pretty exciting characters as well that was terrific fun and there are um, there are some real uh, kick-ass women in the book as well which was a, was a, which was really terrific to write I, I I love that part, and Paraguay is one of our brand new countries, by the way, as a, as a uh, verified listener. So big shout out awesome. to the people in Paraguay and uh, and and Mexico too, also. Um, but now that's awesome. Now, how does it feel that you get to put? Um, because you know, to portray uh, tough ass women in in a novel, how does that feel for you to kind of put that in there and put that to paper and inspire some other you know young ladies out there as well? It's fantastic. <laughs> We've got the women in the story are—they are, they are uh, wives, daughters, uh, 
and you know Mothers. far far beyond that they yeah. are uh, some of them are in the criminal world and expert at it some of them are trying to escape that their that past some of them are trying to expand uh, their their family's uh, criminal work into the future it's partly about you know, moving from uh, gunfights in, uh, in in bank lobbies in the in the 90s into the new millennium, and how crime went uh, went to international, and uh, what, how are people going to take it online? The creation of the dark web, and uh, and and figure out how to avoid borders. And you know, some people they in the story they regard this all as just free enterprise. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not crime. It is just uh, absolutely the state of nature and it depends solely on your guts and brains and daring and uh, bravery to, to, uh, to make it go. So uh, that was putting myself in their, in their shoes was, was, uh, was a lot of fun. Now, when when it comes to how did it feel, you know, I, I and I'm gonna, I shouldn't say this, uh, you know, obviously you guys sent things back and forth to each other, right? You and Michael Mann sent things back, to, you know, for you guys to go over and when you're in this collaboration, right? Oh, of course, he had the original concept for uh, for the story in the book, and the idea that it would be a prequel and a sequel, and he had. Uh, big sections of the the, the storyline already in mind when we started talking about working on it together. So we had to, you know, uh, scope each other out, figure out uh, where we each saw the story going. I had to make sure that I if, if if I was going to do it, I would be really true to how he how he saw the saw the world and saw the characters as real, fully dimensional people. I um you know, so we we talked a lot on the phone. This we started working together, uh, you know, during the worst of COVID. So we could right. not actually get together, but we we spoke. We sent um, ideas and outlines back and forth. We sent notes to each other, and then started. You know, I I said, let me just start writing, and I you know I wrote the first few chapters, and he was very happy to have me keep going. So I would write, send it to him. He would he would write, send it back to me. And the longer we worked together, the the the, the more enmeshed everything became. So that by the by the end, we were swapping chapters and scenes and pages and paragraphs and being on the phone. And so I'm practically, I'd say every word in the novel pretty much has been at least looked at, if not worked over or hashed out between the two of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I, I'm texting you in between this time saying, hey, Meg, I'd love to have you back on the show. And you're like, I'm working on something really big. Uh, uh, you know, can you give me a little bit of time? And I'm like, oh, sure, no problem, dear. No, I appreciate it, you know. And, and I'm like, you know, I'll, I promise I'll get back to you. And, and you did, and I appreciate that. Thank you. And I, you're I very like, welcome. She's, she's really working on something big here. I'm like, damn, I can't wait, you know. So, and, 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 I, and I'm glad that, glad that I did. But so what was it like the first time you got back one of those yeah, yeah, I kind of want to really, uh, you know, and you like you write this whole thing out. Maybe he sends you back things. Yeah, not so much. Did you get a couple of those in in, in the works? Well of, well, of course, the thing is, when you're collaborating, <laughs> the most important thing is to be able to trust your writing partner. Right. And quickly, we once we we realized that we were in alignment on how we wanted the story to develop, and that I sent him some chapters, and he's like, "Yeah, this works. This is the the the." These are these are the characters that uh, that I know. Um, so just keep running with it. Uh, 
once you come to trust your writing partner, then you can you can take and give suggestions uh, knowing that they'll be listened to and that uh, they're coming from an honest place and a place that's you know that's uh, skilled and uh, and really high quality that it's not just someone just tossing out snarky remarks that it's uh, it's someone who really knows what they're talking about so and that and you know and, and once you're there then it doesn't matter if, if someone's saying no here, here here's my here's my here's my attempt at uh, at this scene and get you know get back and out uh ah, try again <laughs> so <laughs> so you know if it's for the but, betterment of the book so you, you exactly kind of kind of well you know Okay, well, I got to get. Guess I got to dig back in and make it better, right? Exactly, and that was the whole point. That all of this about the research, about the 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 talking it all out, about every effort. It was all to make the story as powerful as possible. And uh, he was extremely clear that uh, that we needed to to do it until we got it. Right till it really landed, till we st- till we stuck the landing, uh, um, and 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 hit on every cylinder. So I uh, was very happy to happy to to work with someone who had that attitude. When when you come into this, and I'm going to ask you this just because, and you don't have to answer me if you don't want to. But you come into this, okay? You know, the, Michael Mann's director of Last of the Mohicans, The Insider, Ali, Miami Vice, Collateral. You know, um, first of all, which one do you have? One of those as a favorite? Well, Heat. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was hoping you were going to feed right into that, and you did. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm a huge fan of his. I have loved everything he's done since since his first uh, this first film, which was the Jericho Mile about the right. a runner who's a convict at Folsom. So I've been a, I've been a huge admirer of him forever. But Heat Heat stands stands apart. What do you think when you get comments, I mean, like from James Patterson, you know, sitting there saying it's one of his now favorite suspense novels, already quoting lines from Heat, the writer, you know, to his writer friends and everything else, you know, shamelessly saying the lines are mine. <laughs> I say thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that That is pretty cool. I mean, that that is, you know, one, 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 of, one of your... You know, fellow colleagues in, in, in you know top colleagues in the field that is throwing comments like that. I mean, you know, that that's that's pretty neat. You know, to to oh, it's, uh... I, I think it's really cool. I mean, I'm I'm I don't, I'm not downplaying that. I, there's minimum words there, but I just think it's really cool. I mean, you know, and you know, and Stephen King loves you. You know, so I mean, you know, she's just good as Michael Connelly. I mean, you know, he goes on and he's. I I, I think that it's really cool that a lot of your um, fellow writers and authors are falling in love with us as well pretty quickly and, and and as well as you guys and showing the respect i love the camaraderie that you guys have because um i think that it's one of those things that uh, a lot of times people can be jealous and everything else and but for your for your fellow mates to kind of give you a pat on the back and you know and make it public i think is really cool too it's wonderful it means the world to hear from uh, other other writers and it's uh it's validation it's gratitude it's it's just wonderful the 
in my experience, the writers, certainly uh, thriller writers, mystery and suspense writers, are uh, really supportive of each other, and it's uh, really boost each other up. It's 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 wonderful, and I feel really privileged to uh, to know people who who are so generous. I <clears throat> I'll tell you that, and, and you know, so when I buy your book last night, by the way, they were sold out except for two. So, okay. so that that's how well I was over at Panassas Books in Nashville, and I said, "Hey, look, you know, I need to get this." And they said, "I don't know if we have any more copies left." And I'm like, "Oh no, you can't tell me that because I I have Meg on tomorrow, you know." So and, and it's and it's late, and I'm looking at it, gone. All the bookstores, you know, because bookstores aren't on every corner anymore. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll never make it to another bookstore. I'm gonna have to get online, and I wanted it in my hands. You know, reading a book online is cool, and I I know you have the audio, and I, I know you guys have all it hooked up online and everything else is, but if I'm going to read a book, I really like to hold it in my hands. I right. Mean, I do too. I, I'll read in any form, but, but uh, I do enjoy holding a book in my hands. So I'm glad you got it at Parnassus. It's a wonderful independent uh, bookstore there in Nashville and more books are on the way. I will tell people <laughs> you're not going to run out. <laughs> I looked up and I said, wait a minute, well, where's it? No, she said, no, sir, we only have two left and you're buying one of them right now. I'm like, Okay, <laughs> at least I got mine, you know. <laughs> but um, and and they're great over there. But so let me ask you a question: When it comes to this, compared to because your your research for your unsub character is incredible, and we've gone over that in the past. So was there a difference in your type of research? Because I know you're a research animal. I know you like to get details and go in all different ways for it. Yeah, and, and you know me, Meg. I mean that in a loving way. Um, I appreciate that. And research is so much fun. Uh, this book was because of the scope of the story, because it crosses uh, decades and continents, mm-hmm. and we were were in deep with uh, with the with the bank heist. We're in deep with the uh, with the murder investigation. We're in deep with uh, tech and uh, and uh, and everything. You know, transnational organized crime. It 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 took a lot of work. And one, the one thing that was uh, different with a with a co-author is, you know, I'd be uh, I'd be saying, uh, okay, we've got uh, we've got a scene. Uh, this is not too spoilery, but there there is a scene I say where you know where a character will need to uh, climb up a, a rope ladder up the side of a of a of a huge tanker out at sea. Um, I, I really want to make sure that that it's a quick scene, but it needs to feel real. Michael's like. I will send you some photos of me doing that so that you can... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what it feels like. <laughs> or, or Paraguay. You know, what's what's the what's the vibe like there at night? Well, I was there filming Miami Vice and and it's uh it's a it's a it's a wild place, let me tell you. <laughs> the city I have. <laughs> That is really cool. Now, I want to get off topic just for one minute because I've never covered it. And, and, and I, I said to your husband, Paul, a couple years ago that I couldn't believe it. You know, I've had you on the show a few times and, and, and I never brought it up. But you're a three-time champion on Jeopardy. True. How was it to go on Jeopardy? Now, now I, I obviously know you're an intelligent lady and you, know, and you like to have a lot of fun and you, know, you research and everything else. But, but how was it being on Jeopardy? Did you feel the pressure being you, you know, and... It was the most fun I'd had in years. It was absolutely fantastic. I was only nervous uh, beforehand, uh, hoping that I wouldn't blow it. <laughs> you're worried, you're worried you're going to get a stand, you know, going to get the, you know, see the board, and then I'm like, 
know none of the answers and just stand there with your mouth hanging open. Uh, that was what I was afraid of. But once once the lights come up and they say, this is Jeopardy, you are so into the game that it is just absolutely fantastic. I would urge anybody to uh, to try out if they've ever if they've ever thought about it. You know, go ahead and uh, give it a go. You, you, <laughs> there's no harm in it. And I have to brag as well that for many years, I, you were saying, "Oh my gosh, you're a you're a you're a you're a Jeopardy champion." I am now also the mother of a Jeopardy champion. I just saw that your daughter Kate was on there too. Yep. My daughter Kate uh, was Jeopardy champion uh, last last year. She was uh, it was it was really touching. She was one of the the very last people who got to uh, to tape the show with Alex Trebek, and it, wow. uh, it turned out to be really really special in every possible way you can imagine. I'm super proud of her. That is it. Congratulations, Kate, as well. That's really awesome. And you got to be the first mother daughter uh, champions, aren't you? I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that's 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 really neat. That is really cool. Um, how was Alex Trebek? Charming, very personable, really encouraging. He was terrific. It was a wonderful experience to get to spend time on that set with him. I like that. I want. I, I was. I was hoping to hear that. I had, I had met him a couple of Hollywood hellos, you know. But and he seemed like a very nice guy. And I have numerous people who knew him, so I loved the fact that you had a great experience with him. And and obviously, you know, that your daughter did too. And. Uh, you know, that was, that was a big loss. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I love hearing that. And I had never addressed that, that you had on there. And I, 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 what was, what was the one question if, if you remember, like, they were like, oh, damn, or did they come quickly to you? Did you have a couple you had to think about? The ones you have to think about are things like Final Jeopardy, where you have to answer. I mean, if there's a category and you don't, you don't know the answer and a, and a you know, something comes up or if you don't know the question uh, to be formal, uh, you don't have to, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to buzz in if you don't know the answer, because that's a way to lose all, all your money. <laughs> right. But if you get the daily double, you have to answer it. Or if you get, uh, you know, when you're in final jeopardy, you have to answer it. So those are the ones where you really get a bit, uh, you know, you know it, the stakes feel, feel higher, but uh, it was fun. Was, was there any that were like, oh man, you just just hail married it and you had it, or we, we... yeah, the first my first day, Final Jeopardy. It was the the question was on movie classics, and <laughs> it was it gave us the final the final line of dialogue from a 1939 film, and we had to name the film, and I hail married that, and I was the only one who got it. <laughs> wow, what was the film? Do you remember? It was Wuthering Heights. Wow. Well, I haven't seen that in a hundred years. <laughs> Man, uh, that's awesome. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time so much. And, and congratulations uh, on Heat 2, 1988 to 2000. Uh, you and Michael Mann have done a fantastic job so far. Like I said, I'm about a, almost a third into it. And uh, what would you, if you were going to describe Heat 2 to anyone, what would it be? It's uh, it's a thriller, an epic crime saga that takes you onto the streets with uh, with the cops and the criminals and pulls you as deep into their world, into heists, action, investigations, uh, love, death, escape, revenge, <laughs> uh, redemption, as you can possibly imagine. And it's uh, you need to buckle in and hold on for the ride. I love it, Meg. Where can everybody find you on social media? 
I'm on Twitter at MegGardner1, M-E-G-G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R, numeral one. On Facebook, MegGardner Books, Instagram, MegGardner1, and my website is MegGardner.com. Are you doing uh, any promotional uh, on uh, Heat 2? Are you going to be touring at all? We are doing everything virtually, such as speaking to you. <laughs> so, uh, I'm signing, I've signed a lot of books in Austin, Texas, where I live, so uh, the people can find them here. Um, my co-author is currently in Italy filming, uh, filming a movie, so uh, we're not touring right now, but uh, thanks to radio, uh, television, print, and uh, all forms of uh, journalism and social media, you can find us just about everywhere. And I'm, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to put you in kind of on the spot. And by the way, did you know Michael Mann prior to this? No. Uh, we met through the project. We had the same literary agent who introduced us, and uh, Michael had read Unsub and wanted to talk to me about uh, about writing Heat 2. Now, working with Michael Mann, I'm going to ask this as a last question. How would you describe Michael Mann? Brilliant, intense, driven, creative, uh, and a generous, encouraging, and extremely uh, remarkable collaborator. And last question, describe Meg Gardner. <laughs> Lucky beyond her wildest dreams. I dig it. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out Heat 2. Michael Mann, Meg Gardner. It's an incredible book. Like I said, I'm a quarter way through it. I can't wait. You can't put it down. Go to all Meg's social media. Go to Michael Mann's social media. Check it out. Go to your local bookstores. Ask for it. Order it online. It's everywhere, correct? Right, Meg? Everywhere. Lifebox Media Channel, we are out.